Welcome to the Spectator PM podcast. I'm your host, Aubrey Gulick, and I'm joined as always by Ellie Gardy. Today, we have a bit more of a fun topic. Um, we're going to be discussing something called little treat culture, which is a TikTok trend you're probably doing, even if you don't really think about it. So Ellie, tell us a little bit about what little treat culture actually is. So little treat culture is the idea that you deserve a reward after you accomplish a task. And so you should go get yourself a Starbucks latte or a pastry from a bakery after you do laundry or walk your dog or accomplish any other task. And so the Huffington Post gives this official definition that little treat culture is the act of indulging in small and inexpensive pleasures, either as a reward for doing a task or sometimes just because. And apparently this is popular among women in their 20s to 40s. And the Huffington Post enlisted a number of mental health professionals who uh, spoke as to whether little treat culture is helpful or harmful to mental health. Uh, so it's uh, some of the uh, mental health professionals think it's very harmful, while others think it's empowering to get your Starbucks. Right. And I, I think there's a pretty good argument to be made for it being harmful, right? Like it totally feeds into the short-term instant gratification that, you know, our cell phones and social media and all of that feeds into where like you post something and you get response or like you do a task and you get a reward. Um, I mean, at this point, we're just, you know, turning into, we're, we're, we're turning ourselves into little pets where we're giving ourselves a treat for doing something, which is kind of ridiculous in some ways. Although I, I will admit I'm a little guilty of it. Like I go to the grocery store and I'll get a kombucha. It's not really a reward though. It's more like I would like, you know, once in a while, I'd like something nice and it's a good excuse. Um, and the, the other major thing that they point out is that it kind of feeds into consumerism and like the, the capitalist mindset where like you need things to like fill your life to make you happy, um, which of course you don't. And like, in some ways, like it's an overanalyzation of like a really simple habit. And it's also like, yeah, I it's, we're overanalyzing, but at the same time, like it does actually point to a real problem where we're kind of stuck, you know, gratifying ourselves for no particular reason. Um, don't have any internal motivation. They have to find their motivation in Starbucks because they have nothing else to live for. Right. Right. Yeah. And like the bigger issues that like you should be doing laundry because you're keeping your house clean and you want to wear clean clothes, not because you want a Starbucks. And although, I mean, the Starbucks is nice. I appreciate Starbucks. Well, I, not Starbucks, other coffees. Starbucks needs to work on their coffee game. Um, that being said, like, then there's this whole like, they, they launch into, you know, talking about how positive this is for women and how you know, even criticizing it is potentially anti-feminist and it's a sex, you know, it's a sexist movement, which is ridiculous. But essentially their argument is, you know, like women are more likely to do these, you know, to reward themselves. And so even suggesting that that could be problematic, could be sexist. It's like, well, not really. I mean, we can do problematic things. Yeah, they say women's interests and spending habits have been viewed as vapid and frivolous while men's are often not held to the same level of scrutiny. 
I don't know. I don't think people care that women like to buy coffee. Right. Although some of the TikTok videos, like they're talking about their $8 like matcha lattes. I'm like, why are you like, why are you buying an $8 coffee? Like that's just so expensive. <laughs> and Maybe it's like it for 25 cents. If, well, I don't know. Matcha is a little expensive. Maybe it might be a dollar. You got nice matcha, but not $8. <laughs> right. Right. And, and like at that point, it's like, well, you're, if you are rewarding yourself enough, like that's not actually a financially like healthy thing to do. Right. Like at this point we're you're hurting your finances so that you can get yourself a, you know, a latte. And like, if it's like once a week, you know, whatever, if it's like every day, <laughs> that's a bit bigger of an issue. Yeah, these people say like, oh, like the coffee that you get isn't going to be what breaks your budget. It's a small purchase in comparison to your rent or whatever it is, your car payment. But if you're getting an $8 latte every day and you're getting like the venti at Starbucks with the cold foam and whatever topping on it and it's now $10, that might be breaking the bank. It, it does quickly. Yeah. I mean, that kind of thing quickly adds up, especially in our economy. And and like talking about the economy, this was kind of an interesting point in the article is that um, there's there's an economic like theory that says, you know, when the economy isn't doing very well, people tend to buy like little things that don't break the bank, like nail polish and, you know, um, well, and like lattes and coffees. And as it's kind of as a reward as as a way of like numbing the the pain of the bad economy and we're totally in that situation right like the, the economy is not doing very well right now things are getting more and more expensive people are feeling it elsewhere and so you know it's kind of a way of like ignoring the fact that they're spending a lot of money elsewhere maybe on rent or on you know grocery like actual groceries and they feel a little bit better about themselves, if they're able, you know, they have some discretionary spending that they're doing, even if it's not a great thing, you know, for their finances. Um, so it, it is kind of interesting, though, to think about the fact that, like, we actually tend to spend more on those tiny little things when the economy isn't doing well than we do when it is doing well and we're, you know, making plenty of money. <laughs> yeah. And one of these mental health professionals said that, uh, buying these coffees or baked goods can satiate something in you. And then we're talking about how it's like deeply filling and, you know, make someone feel like really themselves and really like they've, you know, they're right with themselves once they've had this little treat and they think this is great and makes total sense. So that's certainly taking it to a toxic level. <laughs> right. Yeah. Well, and if you're, if you're using like these little treats to satiate yourself, like what are you actually like living for? Like, I yeah, it's like, if, if those are the reason that you do your tasks or whatever, and like you were talking about earlier, like people don't have any internal motivation and that's kind of problematic. <laughs> so you only it, have so many lattes from Starbucks. So if you need a latte from Starbucks to do something, you're not going to accomplish very much. Right, right. Not accomplished very much in life. Well, thank you for joining us on the Spectator PM podcast. If you are interested in reading the Spectator PM newsletter, 
um, you should definitely head over to our website and hit that subscribe button. Support our independent um, and free, free and independent journalism that way. Um, it's really important that we have subscribers because it keeps us able to give you content that isn't influenced by, you know, the bigger media types. So um, thank you for your support and make sure to subscribe and like this video.